You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KVGG. Good afternoon. Welcome in once again. Jimmy B and TC on the air with you. Back at it on a Monday as we get you home, leading you into Monday Night Football tonight. We have the call here with our Westwood One coverage of Monday Night Football every Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday Night Football game. We have you covered on 1700 KBGG. Pittsburgh, the Steelers against Tampa. That's how things will get going later on this evening. Before that, though, we got two hours to keep you entertained on your drive home. A ton coming up today. We will kick things off. Coming up here in about 15 minutes or so, John Bonacamp will be by from the Burlington Hawkeye. His perspective of what we saw Saturday night at Kinnick Stadium as the Hawkeyes drop another game to the Badgers. Also later on in hour number one, Tad Haslip will be here from the Sporting News. We'll talk NFL with him and what a wild, weird, unbelievable week. We saw week number three of the NFL. Only a few undefeated teams left, including the Miami Dolphins. Tampa still undefeated as we go into tonight. Of course, what happened to the Minnesota Vikings? Trying to wrap your mind around that one with now a quick turnaround in Thursday night with the Rams. That certainly is happening. And how about those first place Chicago Bears? Bear down, Bears fans. First place for now. Will it live on? We will see. A lot of NFL talk coming up later on this hour with Tad Haslip. Then the 5 o'clock hour, Jimmy B will stop by. We'll get uh, some thoughts from him, what we saw from Iowa, Iowa State, and a little bit more coming up at 5 o'clock. Then at 5.20, it'll be time for a conversation with Wolfgang, a guy that hates the Wisconsin Badgers. Got to figure that one certainly stung uh, from what he saw on Saturday night. Well, let's get into it here. I made my way back safely from Vegas and a little lighter. And yes, I did have a couple of buffets while I was out there. No, not that kind of lighter. Lighter in the wallet. Now, as most everybody that listens to the program knows, I like to gamble. I like to bet on sports when it's legalized here in the state. I'll be smiling ear to ear, but I like to let my opinion be known. I'm not somebody that crunches numbers. I don't feel like I have a sharp advantage. I sometimes have a good feeling about things, but I know the reality of this. I have, I have gambled for long enough to understand and realize that's not a winning proposition. So I'm out in Vegas and got to know a lot of people out there, a couple of professional gamblers while I was there, did a radio hit and uh, hit on VEASAN, the Vegas Stats and Information Network, Brent Musburger and his crew out there, it's at the South Point Casino. That's where I stay with my buddy Chris Andrews, who's a sports book director. So I, I got to know some people. I, I got to talk to people that do it for a living. I'm not one of those guys. But I feel like I can do fair. Sometimes I'll make a little money at the end of the year. Sometimes not. But I look at it as an entertainment tax. The games are more enjoyable for me with a little something riding on it. And to see, put my money where my mouth is. And you guys know I have no problem putting my opinion out there, as dreadful as it may be, I have no problem with that. And I like to back it up a little bit. I'm not a big player. I'm a volume player. And if I lose money, it's fine. Ella's still going to be able to find. We're going to afford daycare. Mortgage is not going to be cut short. I'm just not that kind of guy. I get the same enjoyment out of betting $5 on a game as I do betting $500 a game. That's me. I know there are plenty of people that can't do it that way. I can. 
and I like it. But I got pummeled in Vegas. Just absolutely crushed. Now, Thursday was good. Got to town Thursday. I decided, as weird as it was, and I said it before I left, it's weird laying three points with the Cleveland Browns. I did. Baker Mayfield, awesome. Hit a baseball bet. Had a three-leg parlay on that with uh, the Red Sox around somebody else. Hit that. I was feeling good. Friday comes. All right, we got some Friday night football. We got USC. We got Illinois-Penn State. Here we go. Make some bets. And it starts with the collapse that we saw from the Illini. And, in fact, I got a text from a buddy that said, Oh, you're home free. Well, anybody that gambles knows that's the absolute kiss of death. And Penn State proceeds to score 35 in the fourth quarter. Not just win, but cover the football game. So there's a loss. I was on the wrong side of USC, Washington State. There's two losses. And I go into Saturday. And I wake up early. Friday night, the wedding we were out there for, that's when it was. Maybe I imbibed a little too much. Okay, I did. So I'm going through, get up. Now remember, the games out there start at 9 a.m. Here, 11 a.m. kickoff for college Saturday. It's 9 a.m. because we're in the Pacific time zone. So sleep out of my eyes, pull myself out of bed. I'm first, first woke at about 4.30, and I was very close to heading down, maybe playing the tables. Thought better of it, though. Probably not at my best. BAC was probably still up there. Went back to bed, woke up at 7. So I'm wiping the sleep out of my eyes. I got games that I had circled, games that on the trip out there, on the plane ride, I was doing my study and I was going through, had these games that I absolutely loved. I proceed, after losing the two previous games on Friday night, to lose six more bets in a row. Eight straight losses from your boy PTC. I mean, it's, it's nearly impossible to do that. It doesn't matter how good or bad you are as a handicap, but you always, even the best, run into bad stretches. And I had a bad stretch. The afternoon was okay. The evening was a lot better. I had Iowa in the first half. That was a winner. That was a saving grace. Had Iowa in the money line, loss. Had the Iowa plus three, loss. But the one bet and the biggest bet that I did have, the one that I felt the most confident with, was the under. In the Iowa Wisconsin matchup. And as anybody listening, I'm sure, knows the way that turned out, Iowa down 21 17, tip pass intercepted by TJ Edwards of the Badgers. So they're trying to run out the clock, third and short, and then the inexplicable happens. Alec Ingold. Rumbles 33 yards the other way against the swarmy defense. And that does it. It's over. Two touchdowns the last minute. 28-17. Good night. Tip your waitress out on the way out the door. That 42-and-a-half, 43-and-a-half, he got the number. That's a loser. And a losing evening for your boy TC. Had a couple of bets late that at least kept me okay. Did decently at the end. Eastern Michigan, that was a good one for me. Arizona State, Air Force, hit the final three of the night. but uh, And I had Stanford, so that was good. But, folks, when you lose eight in a row, you start questioning a lot. You start questioning a lot. Had a great time, though. It, folks, if you're ever in Vegas and you're looking for something a little bit more low-key, I'm getting older, I'm pushing 40 now, 
though I still enjoy myself and go out and enjoy a cocktail or two or 12. Still a little slower pace is good from time to time. South Point, if you're looking for gambling, so cool watching the VEASAN guys and how they do their work, getting to talk to Chris and everybody behind the cage in terms of sports book. They take wagers. They make it simple. They don't move money around. You're not laying minus 115 or minus 120 in different bets. At the South Point, it's always minus 110. Make a stop out there. Chris and his crew, they really do a great job. A big thank you again to him. Had us hooked up. Got our own uh, little area for the Iowa-Wisconsin game. And the Badger fans, uh, they stayed away from us, which was okay. But what a disappointing effort. So from there, from Vegas, let's, let's get into the game and what we saw on Saturday night. I mentioned, obviously, what happened late. The frustrating component to this for Iowa fans, and this one should sting. And I think it's going to sting for a while. Because it was all in front of Iowa. It was all there. Iowa outplayed Wisconsin. Iowa on Saturday night was a better football team. And it might sound silly to say that in a game that ends up 28-17, but if you watched it, if you know football, if you know sports, you can understand that these kind of things can happen. A better team can lose a football game. Three turnovers versus zero. But gaps on special teams. A fumble on the return right at the end of the half. Iowa offensively was playing at an incredibly high level. Figure they're going to get points out of that. Of course, the muff, Sean Byers out there blocking. Didn't hear whatever word it is. Fire, Peter, whatever the buzzword at Iowa was. Apparently didn't hear, or it wasn't yelled. Regardless, Wisconsin gets the ball at the 10-yard line, promptly scores. The defense who had held up, they held up well against Wisconsin until the final drive. And offensively, I thought Nate Stanley played very well until the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, he had a throw that would have won the game. Would have salted away. With TJ Hawkinson running free, he misses the throw. Times they tried to run wide when running the ball up the middle, powering the football, Wisconsin was working incredibly well. You can blame coaches, from the head man, to the assistants, to the coordinators. You can blame the offense. You can blame the defense. You can blame the special teams. It was all there, though. And now you have to get ready for a stretch after this bye week with four of your next five on the road. Outside of the Penn State game, none of them look overly daunting. Minnesota lost another player to injury. They're down a couple running backs. They're starting a true freshman. They got blitzed by Maryland. At Indiana, saw them against Michigan State. They're okay. Purdue looked good against Boston College, but that's still a very winnable game. And the one in between is Maryland at home. The Terps have been very up and down this season. The good, what they did to Texas, what they did to Minnesota over the week. The bad, losing to Temple. And, of course, the Penn State game is the only one of this stretch where I was going to be an underdog. And you finish up with Northwestern, Illinois, Nebraska. Three incredibly winnable games. This team is good enough to win 11 games this year. This team playing at their best certainly can go to Penn State and win that football game. But with the little mistakes, with the little issues that are there, that's not going to be the case. They can't afford to have that happen. They don't have to play perfect, but they have to play smarter. They have to do those little things to beat a team like Penn State. To win road games at Minnesota, Indiana, Purdue. You just can't afford to play 
as poorly as we saw at times against Wisconsin. Now the Badgers are going to go on and they'll play in Indianapolis. And more than likely, they'll go there with another loss or two. But they'll go there and they'll get their shot against Ohio State or Penn State or Michigan or Michigan State, whoever it comes from these. And they'll get their opportunity. And if they lose, they might go to a Rose Bowl. But they'll get their shot. And the narrative will continue that it's Wisconsin and everybody else in the Big Ten West. We know here that gap has shrunk. From what we saw on the field Saturday night, that gap is not significant. But now Iowa has to figure out a way how to get over that hump. How do you make those plays? How do you stop Alex Hornibrook from marching down the field and going 88 yards against you? How does that happen? What are the little things that you can do to build that bridge, get over the top, and get back back to Indianapolis? It was all there. That was a winnable football game. That's a beatable Wisconsin team. This is not some behemoth. I was good enough to do it, and they couldn't do it Saturday night. This one's going to sting for a while. It's going to sting for a long, long while. John Bodenkamp coming up. We'll talk more Hawkeyes with him. Up in Ames over the weekend. Didn't see much of this one with Iowa State in their matchup with Akron. Very uneven, sloppy at times, but you can understand it. And I felt with the emotion in the building that Iowa State was going to play at a high level. Maybe I just overlooked the impact of what was happening off the field. I thought they would take that and go into the game, and that would be it. But, you know, I talked to a few people that were in Jack Trice, and it was just such, they said, an eerie kind of football game, difficult to cheer for. And then think of those young men out there playing on that field, of what was happening. It's just, it's a circumstance that you never want to see, obviously, happen. And looking forward, how different it's going to be, and, and when they take the field the next time, the emotions are going to be completely different. Got the job done. Football-wise, got to get better in the red zone. Got to keep finishing drives. Though they're perfect in the red zone, getting there not scoring touchdowns, that is a problem. Now, the football talk with Iowa State, that'll be another day. We'll get into that more going forward, certainly, for the Cyclones. Most importantly, they got win number one. For the football team, getting that victory, moving on, now you got the two straight road games at TCU, at Oklahoma State. Neither of those two games look nearly as daunting as they did even a week ago at this time, three days ago at this time. Winnable road games before West Virginia comes to town. Got to keep getting better. Cal Kempt is getting closer to be ready. Should he be the starter when he comes back? I don't think so. I know there's the adage out there that you should never lose your job because of injury. I don't subscribe. The better guy should be whatever position it is, whatever player it is. Baseball, basketball, football, hockey, I don't care. The better player should be out there. And Zeb Nolan, to me, looks to be a better quarterback. He can do more things. Doesn't have the same experience. And this isn't about building for the future. This isn't anything like that. This is just looking at what Iowa State is, what they have, and what they can be with Zeb Nolan. I like his upside, and I like what he can do for 2018 better than what I see from Kyle Kempt. We'll get a break. Coming back, John Bonacamp's coming up next. Also later this hour, we'll get into the wild NFL. Vikings go down. Packers go down. The Chiefs, are they the best team in football? It's looking that way. We'll get into that with Tad Haslip also coming up later on this hour. With you until 6 o'clock, back with more in a moment. It's Jimmy B and TC. 
You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. This report sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable towing. Feel good, do good, and look good with the American Red Cross and Sport Clips haircuts this fall. Those who come out and give blood or platelets with the Red Cross during the month of September will get a coupon for a free haircut valid at participating Sport Clips locations. With the Red Cross and Sport Clips, saving lives never look so good. Make an appointment to donate blood or platelets today. Download the Red Cross Blood donor app, visit redcrossblood.org, or call 1-800-RED-CROSS to join a life-saving team. On Saturday, September 29th, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness of Iowa, will be holding its 12th annual walk. Proceeds from this event will support NAMI's education programs. It will also support services for individuals living with mental health conditions and their loved ones. The walk will be held at Terra Lake Park in Johnston. Check-in begins at 8.30 a.m. The walk will begin at 10 a.m. Walkers can choose between a 5-kilometer or a one-kilometer route. To register or to learn more, visit namiwalks.org forward slash Iowa. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, 
it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags, the largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Build your business. At Sinorama of Urbandale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Urbandale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Urbandale. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Ah, little stones getting us going here as we welcome in the wise owl, John Bonencamp, self-proclaimed wise owl. Some people maybe consider you a, a rolling stone. Is that a fair characterization, John Bonencamp? Perhaps, but more to the rolling stone of, of being like Mick Jagger. Right, right, right. I, yeah. I've, I've heard that said a lot. You are the anyway, yeah. you are the Mick Jagger of Burlington. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Well, we're here to talk Hawkeyes, not talk about Jagger. So let's get into okay. it, John. You were on the scene Friday night at Kinnick Stadium, and, uh, well, you were talking about the spread. I was watching your tweets and waiting for some pregame information. I found it. They were slicing up. What, what were they slicing up in the press box on Saturday night? We had, tur- we had turkey at the Ooh. carving table on Saturday. And corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. Very good. Yeah. So... Did did it hit you? Were you a little tired by the end of the game? Oh yeah, kickoff? Well, yeah. I was I was tired because it was a seven thirty kickoff, but um, that's just me. So, and I got home at you know quarter to two in the morning. So um, the turkey didn't have anything to do with it. It was just a long night. A long night, no doubt, and a frustrating night certainly for Iowa fans after they fall twenty eight seventeen to the Badgers. Let's get into it and. You know, I, I know there's different people pointing to different areas of this one, be it special teams mm-hmm. and the two turnovers there, the fumble late in the first half from Kyle Gronewig after a nice punt return, Sean Beyer having the ball hit his foot as uh, it looked to be coming to a stop. And there he was still blocking after the play. Offensively, played well at times, but plenty of plays that were left out there. 
including a throw in the fourth quarter to TJ Hawkinson with him open. And the defense, all they needed was a stop, and Alex Hornibrook and company go 88 yards. You can point in any of the three parts of the game. What do you think was the biggest? Where, where, where should the finger be pointing to the most? You know, I, I just think, I think it goes back to, and, and I, it's, it's, it's an overrated statistic at times, but I think time of possession was a big thing. And, and especially when you look at the end and you look at the drive that, that Wisconsin had, you know, I, as, as they're getting ready to complete that drive, I, I, you know, I looked at time of possession. They had an 11-minute time of possession, and I think they just were able to grind Iowa's defense down. And like I said, you know, sometimes time of possession can be an overrated stat, but I think it was, it was totally significant in this game. And, it, and, and, and it's like I said to you off the air, I, I think Wisconsin, Wisconsin won that game because they were better at being themselves than Iowa was you know, in the way they play. And you go back to the mistakes, and you go back to some of the things they haven't. You know, good Kirk Ferentz teams, the teams that win games like this, don't make mistakes, and they made mistakes, and Wisconsin didn't, and, and that was and, and that was the difference of the game. But like I said, I, I think really that last drive was all about just they had just worn Iowa's defense down at that point. I think this is a very good Iowa football team, a very talented Iowa football team, and I guess the concern going forward now with the West Division race seemingly very difficult for them to come back from. You know, what What do you stay motivated with? There's still eight games remaining for the next five are going to be on the road for the Hawkeyes. With that kind of carrot taken away or off the board, at least for the moment, what's the motivation going into the second part of the schedule here after the bye week? No, I think the, motiv- the motivation is that, that I mean, it's they're 3-1 and one right now. They, you know, they've got eight games left, and, and all eight are, I mean, of the eight, seven are what you would call winnable, in my mind. I mean, Penn State is playing there is going to be difficult, but there's a lot of games on there that they can win. There's a chance to have a really, really good season that you maybe you don't get to Indianapolis, but maybe you have a nine-win year or a ten-win year. And so, I mean, the motivation moving forward is just get better, because I'm like you, I, I think this is a really good football team that if you clean up mistakes, it, it is going to be really, really good by the time you get into November. So that's the motivation in my mind. There's still a lot to play for. There's still a long way to go yet in this football season, but you can't, like I said, you can't let this one loss define the season. You know, John, the, the question that remains, and I think the biggest question going forward, this Iowa football team will return a lot of talent in 2019, they maybe even are the favorite in the Big Ten West, but that's still looking way ahead. But they still have to figure out a way to get past the big hump that is Wisconsin. Over the last decade, the Badgers have owned them in the series. They've taken their program to the next level up, where Iowa continues to chase. Now, 2015 was a great year. 2009 certainly was wonderful. But, but to close that gap, what do they need to do to overcome Wisconsin and become the team that they now are in the Big Ten West? You know, I, I think and it goes back to what I was saying earlier, and, and it, it comes down to, on offense, controlling the ball and, and having that time of possession edge because you can't keep letting Wisconsin on the field. You can't, you can't let them be what they are. And so for Iowa, Iowa moved the ball quite effectively at times on Saturday. And it's like, but you have to do that consistently throughout the whole game, and you can't make mistakes. Go back to, and, and, and it was a play that I think kind of got lost in the shuffle of, 
when talking about some of the other things, and, and I wrote about this today, go back to the, to the first possession of the second half. Iowa gets down to the two, Wisconsin two. It's third and goal, and the sweep gets blown up for a two-yard loss. You know, now all of a sudden, you know, what could have been a touchdown and a 14-7 lead, now it's a 10-7 lead. So, you know, those are the kind of things, those are the kind of plays that you have to make. When you have third and goal at the two, you've got to punch it in. Um, you know, and, and you kind of go back to Iowa's first possession when they got down fourth and goal at the one. They went for it. You can argue, you know, either way on that situation and what you want to do there, but you've got to make those plays. It comes down to just the simple fact of, making these plays to keep control of the ball, and that's how you beat them. You know, another play early in the football game that I know is getting a lot of conversation, the fourth-and-one decision, going for it at the five-yard line. No problem for them going for it. I know there's some people that thought in a game like this, look to be low scoring, which it proved to be. You take three points there, walk away, and uh, get the early lead in the football game. I didn't have a problem, but when they whistled a dead and they were reviewing the spot to see if Ivory Kelly Martin got the first down, to go back to what they were going to do, that sneak with everybody kind of running around trying to get set up, I'm fine with that play. But then to come back after that long delay and then get quarterback sneak again when you need a full one yard, that one was head-scratching to me, John. How about you? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, think, you, I think, you know, again, Let's go back to that. If they don't, if they don't blow the whistle to review the play, that play gets blown up, and 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 they would have and they would have been stopped in. And can you imagine the, the questioning right now of well, why didn't you? Why did you hurry into that play? You know what I'm saying? And so there was no wrong decision in terms of whether to go for to kick the field goal because you know I mean like I said you're 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 damned if you do, damned if you don't either way. And because like I said, if you kick the field goal, people are going to say, well, you you know you. You didn't try to go for the touchdown. If you go for the touchdown, you don't make it. Everybody asks why didn't you kick? Didn't why didn't you kick the field goal? But yeah, the the play call was a little confusing. But again, go you know like I said you go down later in the game and you, and you run away from the tackles and the play gets blown up for a two yard loss. So you know, like I said, it was one of those things where in hindsight you think well maybe they should have kicked the field goal, but you know I again there were so many things there were so many moving parts there that. You just didn't know what was the right decision to make, I don't think. John Bodicam joining us here from the Burlington Hawkeyes. We look back at the Iowa loss to Wisconsin over the weekend. John, uh, from there, the bye is here. And week number four of the season, four games in, they get the bye, eight to go after that. Does it good come in a good time in your mind for the Hawkeyes to, to get a chance to kind of reassess and go for, forward over the final eight? Yeah, I, I think so, because... I think there's some guys that are a little nicked up right now. I think that you know it, it. I you know one of the one of the, the one guy that people keep kind of talking about who might have some sort of issue is Noah Fan, and you know because he hurt his he you know got got hit hard early in the game against UNI. He still hasn't been quite right. So you know if he's not healthy, well now you got a week to get him healthy because he's got to be a big part of this offense. Um, you know I think it's just for the fact of you, you've played four games at home. You know, there, there was you know a little bit of intensity to all of them. There's a different kind of intensity to all of them. Now you get some time to, to kind of look where you're at and kind of evaluate where you're at. Get some rest. Get some preparation because you've got a this this October stretch is going to be really difficult for them. Like I said, four four out of five on the road. Some of them could be you know some of those are games they should win, but they could be trapped. So just like I said, it comes at a good time. Gives them a little rest. Gives them a chance to 
to kind of evaluate where they're at right now moving forward and, and, and then move on now. It, it does. And with uh, Minnesota on tap, you have another trophy game in front of them. Mm-hmm. After that, I think the schedule sets up pretty good. Even with the oddity of playing four out of five on the road, they'll be favored to seven in their final eight, more than likely by the guys out in the desert. And and with that, John, we'll see where this goes. I, I just think there's so much upside with this team. There, there's a lot of talent going on out there. A lot of guys played an incredibly high level. I thought the offensive line played well. Just those little things, those little mistakes came back to bite them. As you look, as you look at this program as a whole, I know the coaching staff has taken, we talked about some individual play calls and those kind of things. When you look at Kirk Ferentz and what's remaining for him and for the program, give us a big picture view of where you see this football at right now and going forward. Well, I I think they're set up quite well for not just the end of the season, but like you said earlier, for next season as well. I think think there's a lot of, of really good pieces to this team that are still pretty young. And so if you give them a chance to grow, give them a chance to do some things, I, I think, that, I mean, just, I mean, what, I mean, just for perfect example, look at Nate Stanley, look at, you know, where he was after week two, after, after a really good season last year, you know, he didn't look right. Things didn't look right. All of a sudden he's come back now with two really good games, made some really good throws. You know, you can just see there is something about this kid that he is going to be, that he just continues to grow as a quarterback. That's a big thing for me. They're, they're deep in some positions. There's some positions that, you know, look at the linebacker group. We had no idea what they were going to be like at the beginning of the year. They've played well. So, you know, I, I think they're really set up well for not just the end of this season, but for next season as well. And when you talk about what to play for, you're building now. You're, you're still building with this team. So you can build through this year and into next year and, and be in a situation where next year, you can be a really, really good football team, but I think there's still a lot, good, a lot of good that's going to come out of this season. John, one final thing for you. Uh, I saw a lot of recruits certainly in the building for this one. I know there were some basketball guys, too. It's been so odd without the summer talking much Iowa basketball. We had a couple weeks ago the announcement that Luca Garza's out after he had a cyst removed. It's, uh, but there just hasn't been a whole lot of details. What are you hearing on the Iowa basketball front? Anything? Nothing really, and I mean that's the thing. It's been pretty quiet, and you know, other than the Garza thing, and I and I don't know how major that is, and how much that will affect him. You know, especially early in the season, because I think he'll be back. I think you know he'll be back soon. That's not a problem. But I mean, it's just kind of really been quiet right now around this program. I I still think they're going to be really good if they can play defense, and that's the bottom line. So. I mean, you know, media day is coming up here in a couple weeks, and now you're going to start, you know, hearing conversations. Practice starts tomorrow. Now you're going to kind of hear some things and kind of see where they're at as a team. But, you know, I think there's, there's a pretty good group of guys here as long as they can defend and, and do the things that, that, that I think they're capable of doing. I think it can be a good season. John Bonacamp with the Burlington Hawkeye. Not only is he a wise owl, he's a Dodgers fan. He said mm-hmm. all season long they'll be fine. Set up for the playoffs. Are you confident in your squad? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's one of those things you got to get through this week and, and wrap this thing up, but they'll be fine. So. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. You know I'd say that. Yeah. <laughs> so. John, good stuff as always. Thanks for joining us here today. All right. Have a good one. See you later. That's John Bonacamp with the Burlington Hawkeye. Find him on Twitter, at John Bonacamp, and you can find out what they're serving up in the press box. We get the break coming back. We get into the wild, wacky 
NFL week number three next. Ted Haslip from the Sporting News. He's up as we continue on. Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under space simply. Our weather looking nice out there this evening. It's going to be mild and dry. We'll have a chance of showers in northwest Iowa late tonight, though, low near 63. Scattered showers and thunderstorms will be possible Tuesday throughout the day, cooler and breezy with a high near 66. On Local 5, Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. This report is sponsored by La Quinta Inn & Suites. Fall is here and so are the stylish lobby makeovers and fresh room designs at La Quinta. So if you're a business traveler looking for a bed to fall into this fall, go with the one that lets you win at business. Book now at LQ.com. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please call this toll-free number right now, 800-390-9528. That's 800-390-9528. By calling your addiction team, you're taking the first steps to recovery. The help you need could be one call away, 800-390-9528. Make the free call now, 800-390-9528. Your addiction team is a third-party advertiser for various treatment centers and placement networks. Individual results will vary. Visit youraddictionteam.com forward slash terms for more information. Did you know that a well-insulated garage door can keep your garage warmer in the winter? At Advanced Door Systems of Ankeny, we can help you find the garage door that not only has a high R value, but looks great also. Visit our website, ads-doors.com. That's ads-doors.com to learn more about garage door options and styles available from Rainer and CHI. Then contact us for a free quote. Advanced Door Systems, the right door, the right way. Hello, everybody. I'm Charles Eston. And when my daughter Addie was diagnosed with leukemia, it was the darkest day of our lives. But the Leukemia Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings light to that darkness. Light the Night walks are magical events of hope and illumination where thousands of patients, family, friends, and co-workers come together to raise money for the battle against blood cancers. My Addie is a survivor. Won't you join my grateful family and so many others in bringing light to the darkness of cancer at a Light the Night walk near you? Please visit LightTheNight.org. The Light the Night walk is Sunday, September the 30th at Principal Park. Registration starts at 5.30. The walk begins at 7.30. For more information, go to lls.org backslash Iowa. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Try kind of back with you running solo here on a Monday. Jimmy B is going to be stopping by to kick off the 5 o'clock hour, but right now it's time to get into the NFL with our man Tad Haslip from the Sporting News as he joins us here today. Tad, what's the good word? How's it going? Everything's good here. Uh, everything's good, at least for the Bears fans in our market. Chiefs fans are happy. Viking and Packer fans, though, certainly with a different look here on a Monday. Let's get into it in the shocker from yesterday afternoon. Buffalo comes rumbling, stumbling, bumbling their way into Minnesota and takes it to the Vikings. You had that on your picks this week, right? Yeah, no, we. Uh, I think it's safe to say we missed out on that one. I'm, I'm hoping we weren't alone, though. I'm pretty sure we were not. Anybody in one of those survivor pools that was still around and maybe didn't have New Orleans over Tampa in week number one, think they're, right. uh, they're struggling here this week to get it going. It's it's the NFL, though, and that's why we love it. Uh, you you just, any given Sunday, it's a football mantra that's been out there forever, and they made a, a ridiculous movie about it back 20 years ago. But a game like that, Josh Allen looked terrible. The Bills looked like they were on their way to the number one pick if Arizona doesn't get it. And they go into Minnesota and win that football game in the fashion that they did. Ted, I, I liked Buffalo getting that many points because 16 and a half in the NFL is seemingly always too much. But to do it in that fashion, to win the game that way, Dalvin Cook sat out, Everson Griffin set up. Looked like the Vikings got caught napping and, and maybe looking ahead to Thursday night with the Rams. 
Yeah, it's. I, I think you said it perfectly there with the whole any given Sunday cliche. I mean, this is just a perfect example of it. It's funny, my, you know, you bring up the survivable thing, and and you know, my friends always mess with me like, hey, you know, you you work, you know, you cover the NFL. Why don't you? Why don't you gamble on football games? Why don't you? Uh, you know, you know, put some money on this stuff. And I say, well, I know enough of the NFL to know that I know nothing. I mean, like that. That's just that's that's what it is. Um, and, and this game is a perfect example. There is no reason. I mean, let's be honest. It's early in the season. We pretty much know who the Bills are. We pretty much know who the Vikings are. There's no reason the Bills should have gone in there and, and did what they did. Uh, but they did. And, you know, that, it's kind of one of those snowball games where, you, you know, it starts off with a couple weird turnovers and, and all of a sudden the Bills get rolling and things just everything just goes wrong for Minnesota. We've seen it happen before. Now, maybe not to this level. This is a massive upset uh, in terms for NFL standards, that is, because, you know, typically – you know, the talent gap for these teams usually isn't very big, no matter what anybody says. Uh, but going into this game, like you said, uh, the way Buffalo had been playing, uh, it seemed as though this was as big a talent gap as you can get in the NFL, and yet Buffalo went in there and did that. So, um, you know, if, if, as far as the rest of the season goes, I, I still believe in Minnesota. I think they will be fine. If anything, maybe this is a bit of a wake-up call for them. Um, but, you know, hats off to Buffalo. They took advantage of some early opportunities. Uh, and they went there and got that win, and that's a huge win for a team that, that started off the season like it did. You had, of course, the controversy with Vontae Davis mm-hmm. at halftime last week, and things are just going haywire. And then you go in there in a game that everyone expects you to get beat by what 16 points, whatever it was, and, or more, uh, and they pulled off. So, so good for Buffalo. Well, Vikings fans were shaking their head, as were Packer fans. Looked like maybe they had a comeback in them late in the third quarter, Clay Matthews has a sack, and here we go again. <laughs> Roughing the passer for the third consecutive week. This one uh, was certainly, I think, the most head-scratching of the three. What are you supposed to do? H- head to the side. He tried to roll to the side and, and not land completely on Alex Smith. It just, where are we? Where are we with this, Tad? Yeah, I, I fortunately I got a chance to cover the NFL officiating clinic over the summer, and my my idea was, and the reason I went there was to cover the helmet rule essentially. But this, of course, also was brought up with the officials because this isn't a new rule. This is simply a point of emphasis. Um, and you mentioned the Packers. We all know the reason why this is a point of emphasis is because of the Aaron Rodgers injury last year. Look, the league has has made it clear, uh, even though they will not say it explicitly. Uh, that they will do whatever it takes to protect quarterbacks, even if it means you know risking the health and the ability, if you will, of pass rushers. Um, and look, like technically, letter of the letter of the law, what Clay Matthews did was a violation. I mean, it's, it was a good call, but the problem is, <laughs> like you said, like well, what do you want him to do in that situation? Now, there are certain situations, depending on how you approach the passer as a pass rusher, that yeah, you can get your head to the side and kind of drag the quarterback down. They actually showed multiple video examples of that at the clinic to the officials saying, hey, this is what we want to see. And they showed about 10 to 15 examples of that. So, I mean, I mean, this isn't called on every sack, so obviously it can be done. But when Clay Matthews is in a situation like that, he has no other option, really. Um, so, so that's the hard part. And, and I've been asked, you know, is, is this something that the NFL is going to actually address? Will they relax this rule or maybe even – do away with it, kind of like how they, you know, mess with the catch rules. But the difference here is, and I know it's kind of a little silly, but this is technically player safety related, even though it's really just protecting the quarterback. Uh, so I don't think it's going to change. I think the, the most drastic thing that you're going to see happen is maybe it's no longer a point of emphasis, 
And uh, it's still technically illegal, but maybe the officials aren't really looking out for it the way they are this season because that's why you're seeing all these calls. Is this is literally something they are specifically looking out for. Uh, and it's getting a little bit messy, so maybe that's something that happens during the season, and I think a lot of people would be happy about that, players, fans included. Um, but I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon because the league knows how valuable these quarterbacks are to their bottom line. Packers lose, Vikings lose, Lions win. Congratulations to that squad getting their first win under Patricia. And the Bears are alone in first place. They got out a 16-14 victory over Arizona. wasn't pretty. And Mitchell Trubisky, are the Bears on the uh, beginning talk here of a quarterback problem? Because, boy, he missed a lot of open guys. Yeah, yeah, he did. And it's not the first time we've seen that. I I mean, I, I know the coaching staff and that organization is preaching patience uh, with Mitchell Trubisky. And I know that he's saying, there, when I say he, I mean Coach Matt Nagy, he's saying it's not fair to compare what Mitchell Trubisky is doing to what Pat Mahomes is doing. In Kansas City, I would counter that by saying, yeah, it's it's pretty fair to question that if you're a Bears fan uh, looking at this play and, and you're thinking, hey, we, we could have had this quarterback who's tearing it up out there in Kansas City where he used to coach. Um, it's certainly fair to, to question whether Mitchell Trubisky can ever get to that level. Now, I do think he will improve for whatever that's worth. I don't know how much he will improve to use the um, quote-unquote ceiling verbiage here. I, I don't know what that ceiling is for Mitchell Trubisky, but I do think it's significantly better than what we're seeing right now. The good news is, and you kind of alluded to it, the defense is playing so well. Um, and we've seen a lot of teams in the past just, just ride their defense throughout the season. I don't know what's going what's gonna to happen in January if you have to win a playoff game on the road um, and you have Mitchell Trubisky as a starting quarterback. I, that's not a great situation, but the defense is certainly good enough to get the Bears to that point. Um, so really, if, if you're a Bears fan looking at this, you just got to hope uh, that that promise that the organization is trying to throw at you, that, that hope that things will improve, and it's just taking, you know, some quarterbacks, it actually does take longer for things to click, um, for things to get faster um, in Mitchell Trubisky's head. That might be the case here, and that's kind of what you have to hope for. You know, Tad, as you look uh, around here down in Kansas City, they keep piling up the points. It was the home opener, San Francisco and Jimmy G coming in. They jump out to a 35-7 lead and, and coast from there. When you look at Kansas City, could there even be more upside to this offense? We're talking about a guy I had one start last year in Pat Mahomes. You got to figure he's still going to get better, which is scary to think about. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, as far as this offense specifically, I, you know, you would like to see a little bit more efficient production from the running game specifically. Um, I, I know, you know, Kareem Hunt put up some some touchdowns, but as far as the consistent, like for example, the game against the Forty ers like. You know, you, you build, I think it was like a 35-10 to 10 lead, and, and in theory you would like to just run the ball and burn the clock, and Kansas City still chucking the rock around. Uh, and part of that is because, A, they don't really trust their defense, uh, so they're just basically just trying to play keep away and just keep running up the score. Uh, but also the running game isn't exactly where they want it to be, and you have a great running back in Kareem Hunt, so there's no reason you shouldn't be able to be better on that side. But, yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> you're setting records. Pat Mahomes is, of course, you know, so it, it's hard to imagine him specifically playing better. Um, but this offense as a whole, as scary as it is to believe, I think actually could be better because it could be more balanced. Monday Night Football tonight, there are four teams without a win. There are four teams without a loss. That could change tonight if the Steelers knock off the Buccaneers. What do you expect to see with Pittsburgh and Tampa this evening? Yeah, this is such a hard game to predict, just only because of trends. Um, I, don't, you know, I, don't, I don't really believe in momentum per se, but... 
you know, I, I often say momentum is just an, another word, a fancy word for mentality. Uh, and the mentality for these two teams going to this game is, is so different. The Bucks are just so confident. The Steelers are, I, I don't want to say not confident, but they just, you know, they, they have all the issues they're dealing with. They're, they're kind of down on themselves. Uh, this is a team that's used to starting a season like this. And, you know, they, they probably looked at their schedule um, you know, in the off season and saw Bucks week three, Monday Night Football, and we're like, oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be fun. We'll be on national TV and we'll get a big win. Um, and that's probably not the mentality going into this game. Uh, Matchup-wise, you might see some points in this one. I mean, if the Bucks are able to you know, keep up what they've been doing uh, with this big play explosive offense with Ryan Fitzpatrick of all quarterbacks, um, you're going to have a Steelers offense that's going to be able to keep up with them. Uh, you know, the Bucks are good up front in their front seven. Their run defense is actually underrated. Uh, but the pass defense, you know, the, the safety position specifically are, are a little bit weak. So this could be one where one of the two teams, I don't know which one, jumps out to an early two-touchdown lead, and then you just start seeing, you know, balls in the air throughout the night. So it could, it could be a very, very fun game to watch. Uh, I will say this. If, if the Steelers lose this game, you know, all that drama we've seen in the last two or three weeks, uh, that's just going to be multiplied. Uh, it, it could get ugly really quickly. And, and I don't think that's on Mike Tomlin or anything. I, th- I think this is... These are issues that have been kind of been buried for a while with the Steelers. They have a lot of big personalities in that locker room. You saw it with Seattle a few years ago, but Seattle was able to bury with winning two, and then they started to lose a few games. Fingers started getting pointing, and then things fell apart. Uh, so if the Steelers keep losing more games, uh, you're going to see bigger problems. But it's, it's the old cliche, winning masks everything, and this is a perfect example of it. Ted Haslip with the Sporting News. Thanks for your time today, Ted. Yep, thanks, Trent. Thanks for having me. Good stuff there as we get ready. Monday Night Football, we have the call here with the Westwood One coverage. One hour in the book, one more to go. Coming back, Jimmy B kicks off hour number two. Your home and away voice for UNI football. 1700 KBGG. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Charterhouse Real Estate is a team office under Space Simply. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? 
you can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. This report sponsored by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage is simple so you can understand the details and be sure you're getting the right mortgage. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. Visit rocketmortgage.com today. Licensed in all 50 states, equal housing lender, NMLS number 3030. You have to be up in five hours. Two hours. Six minutes. And you haven't slept a wink. Zequil Pure Z's is a drug-free blend of botanicals with an optimal dose of melatonin so you can fall asleep naturally and wake with no next-day grogginess. So tonight, try new Zequil Pure Z's from the sleep experts at Vic Zequil. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. This is Kelly Clarkson. If you love awesome music, then you also have a soft spot for TV's number one singing competition, The Voice. This season, it'll be bigger and better than ever with Adam Blake, Jennifer Hudson, and moi. Not to brag, but I am the returning champ. And after The Voice, please fasten your seatbelt. It's the premiere of Manifest. A plane missing for five and a half years mysteriously returns. No one on that plane aged a day. The premiere of Manifest, tonight after The Voice on NBC. Yo, we driving, yeah. <laughs> we living our best life and my car smells fresh. Yeah, but we weren't always thriving, it was you, girl. Mm, told you so. Who pointed out that smell? That's right. Now it's all fun, the odor's gone. For Breeze car works so well, come yeah. on, keep driving. Keep driving, let's go. Oh boy, your car smells For Breeze nice. car, yeah, yeah, let's go. That's right. No more odors in my ride now, let's go. 